What up, what up? It's Friday. You made it. You've arrived to the Maggie and Perloff show. Sit back, relax. We'll entertain you from here. We got major, major football this weekend. The AFC and NFC Championship Games Perloff. And I was just reading an article that Patrick Mahomes said that he has been reaching out to Tom Brady for advice on this week. I heard that. Now, Brady is a stone-cold killer, as we have covered on this show many, many times. He might look handsome and be affable, but this dude's a killer. We we know he wouldn't be as successful if he wasn't. Do you think he tells Mahomes everything, or do you think he holds back a little bit, like somebody would, you know, give someone a famous recipe, but they leave an ingredient out? Oh, come on. Tom Brady, first of all, he said he talked to him for a little while. <laughs> I don't think they had. I'm sure Tom was like, good luck, man. I'm cheering for you. You know how nice Tom is and how nice Mahomes is? No, no. but he reached out for specific advice. On there was no. I Going back to what you said, no. Tom Brady's not giving him anything real. And what is there real? What's he going to tell him? <laughs> well, why did he reach out? <laughs> what's he going to say? Like, real? What's he going to say? Uh, throw to the tight end in this situation? There's a real. T- what, what could Tom Brady possibly have told him that would help him in the game? I don't know. I mean, he's got to have some sage wisdom about. <laughs> he gave him an aphorism about a Chinese farmer. This is the <laughs> AFC title game. <laughs> See, if a frog falls in and the cream and he starts so, uh, the, the mouse, what does that mean? <laughs> Churns the butter, whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You, you don't know Nailed the Chinese it. farmer story at all, do you? What's the Chinese farmer story? Oh, oh they give a man a fish pole and a uh, fishing pole, and he'll you'll feed him for the rest of his life. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's close. You it, give a man a fish, you'll feed him for a day. You give a man, a, teach a man to fish, and he'll never go hungry. That's Ooh. absolutely true. I think that might be Confucius, but uh. <laughs> Tom Brady's documentary "Man in the Arena." He frames a whole thing around the Chinese farmer story. Chinese farmer. Something bad. For example, Chinese farmer's son breaks his leg off the horse. Bad luck, right? Maybe, but you don't know because then the army comes and they take every healthy kid out of the town and they die in a war. So it was good luck. Tom Brady's point was you never know what's good luck and what's uh, bad luck. I had so no idea he, where you were going with that, by the so way. So Tom Brady is famous for telling the Chinese farmer story. In fact, he had the first episode of Man in the Arena and the last episode. He's like, this is my life. You never know what's going to be good or what's going to be bad. Yeah. So that's the kind of crap that he was telling Patrick Mahomes. Oh, God, that's not going to help him. <laughs> yeah, that's what, what I mean. What are Hendrickson? I need some real, like, yeah, solid the, things no. here. B.J. Hill is, like, no, breathing to my neck. Be, the good luck could be, oh, well, you know, maybe the ankle is hurt, but... If you win with the hurt ankle, yeah. it increases your legacy. And no, like, no, no. There's so many different yeah. ways to look at it as a positive. Guys, no, I think he was talking like, what do you think I should eat before the game? Like, I thought it was tangible things he was reaching out for. Like, what? What, you, no one's what should I eat before the game? Dietary <laughs> advice. No, Dude, I mean. We all should probably be on this, on this. I hate to say it, but we should probably all be on the method. Just, I'll even give you a moment to prepare this. Give an example of what might have been tangible advice. Something like, hey, I had a high ankle sprain when I was in my third year, and this is, or when I came back from my torn ACL, you know, this was one thing that really helped me, X, Y, Z. Yeah, but knowing Brady, it'd be some sort of philosophical thing, like be like water or something. (laughs) It wouldn't be. Bruce Lee, that's not Brady. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just uh, saying, he would, Yeah. yeah, he would give some sort of esoteric. TB12 kind of answer, some self-helpy kind of answer. Man, well, that's not going to do anything. You need to know, what do I do against Eli Apple? <laughs> yeah, now that's the other thing, too. Patrick Mahomes has placed his team four, three times. Like, he doesn't know. Tom Brady knows nothing about the Chiefs, uh, the Bengals defense. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, I and also, my sense is those two guys, when they, I just have a sense they would not be really sort of broing out. I think they're both 
kind of politicians. Can't you see me like, Patrick, I'm really rooting for you. I think you're, I hope you have a great job. Why, thank you, Tom. Tom Patrick's the nicest person on earth. What's he going to say? I know, but then why tell people that you talk to Brady if not because he gave you something? Anyway. No, because he called to say good luck. He said, Brady, you know what it made me think of, Maggie? What's that? Brady's in commentator mode. That Brady's already becoming into oh. his Fox mode. Where that's the kind oh, of thing. Oh, a little Patrick Mahomes told me Ooh. when we met with Mahomes yesterday, like every broadcaster has to talk about how they <laughs> met with the team yesterday, yeah. and then we get nothing. Oh, I know, I know. People exactly. talk about sideline reports like, you know, oh, this is overrated, this overrated. Broadcasters should be banned from saying when I was talking to them yesterday. Well, you know, the pre, you're saying the pregame meeting, they don't get anything good out of it. I yeah. think what happens, I've never been to one of those meetings. You know, they, they have a conference room with Joe Buck and Aikman yeah. and Peter Schrager and the coaches come in. I think they they say, "All right, now this is off the record. You can't say it on the show." And give them all the real juice. <laughs> yes, isn't that what happens? I think so. I think they do the stuff you can use, and then the stuff you can't use. Exactly. Yeah, the off stuff the record you can is a knucklehead. Use, the stuff you can use never helps. No, and it doesn't help the audience either. Is what I'm saying. But Tom Brady has got this elder statesman thing. I don't think that he necessarily is worried about holding things back because he only has one more year left or no more years left. I, I'm not sure if he feels like he's a competitor with Mahomes anymore. What do you think? I, I See, I think Brady's a killer. I, I think that he would always hold something back. I, I didn't think that he was going to do some philo- philosophical thing about the farmer, but and who I'm now being called Farmer Maggie in the chat. So yeah. thank you very much for that. You can watch us on YouTube.com <laughs> slash CBS Sports Radio and hang out with our good friends, what is the, the first Weedos thing, by in the, the chat. When we said Chinese Farmer, you're like, well, you mean if you put a goat in a blender? What the <laughs> no. heck were you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I think we did that earlier in the show. Um, no, what's the one about the, uh, the mouse? One mouse falls into uh, cream. What? And, I don't know. This and one. drowns. Oh, no. <laughs> and the, and what? the second mouse. This be in Binghamton. No, but. <laughs> no, this isn't a Binghamton thing. One mouse <laughs> falls into a, a vat of cream and drowns. The other mouse falls in the cream and runs and works so fast to get out, he churns the cream into butter and walks out. There you go. Yeah, see? I know my... Proverbs? Yeah, it was parables. <laughs> I don't know. I, never, I always get those confused. <laughs> That's a great lesson. That's a kind of... Garbage that Tom Brady gave Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. It's <laughs> the kind of nonsense that doesn't do anything for guys dealing with a high ankle sprain. Yeah, I don't even know why Mahomes sort of was humble bragging. He's like, "Yeah, I talked to Tom Brady. That was a flex. Did you talk to him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no big deal. I talked to the goat. <laughs> got him on speed dial. We play golf together. Whatever, NBD, no big deal. Um, okay, we've got AFC and MC Championship game that we've got to talk about here. So. Mahomes, obviously, it feels like everything is kind of the ankle sprain. I think it's a little bit more than that. I think there's also, there's definitely a Joe Burrow component to this game in terms of legacy, right? Like, Joe Burrow beats Mahomes. I I think a lot of people are all of a sudden going to say he's unseated Mahomes as the best quarterback in the NFL. I don't see it that way. Unfortunately for Burrow, I think it's a bit of a no-win situation in this game because he beats Mahomes. All right, you beat a guy who was on a bum leg. You lose to Mahomes like, man, you couldn't even beat a guy who's on one leg. This game in particular, I think, does nothing for Burrow. If they win and get to the Super Bowl and then he wins it or even a close loss, then I think there's something different about Burrow. But this particular game, he's kind of in a no-win situation to me. Mm, I disagree. I think if Burrow wins this, it is going to be an American love affair with Joe Burrow. Because there's been enough success where we're sort of familiar with him. You know, the, the, as a caller pointed out, the LSU year fits into this too. He had the, arguably the greatest college football season ever. Remember, Tebow is still living off his college fame. Burrow's got a little bit of that. He's got last year. And now, if he gets this year, the other thing, much like Patrick Mahomes, 
What is there not to like about Joe Burrow? No, he's super likable. Yeah. Except so, the, well, although he is super likable, and I think everyone, you know, it's easy to root for a guy like Joe Burrow, no doubt. But I do think the Bengals, they're feeling themselves right now. And yeah. you could say, hey, they have every right to, but they're they're confident to the point I think they're a little overconfident. Talking about Burrowhead Stadium, you know, instead of Arrowhead, they're talking a lot of junk. This has become like a pretty good rivalry now back and forth, although Burrow's won the last three, so it's tilted toward, towards him. But I think the, the Bengals are feeling so confident here after mm. their win against the Bills. I don't know if they're maybe... They're not overlooking the Chiefs, that's for sure. But there's something really cocky about what they're well, doing right now. The flip side of that is they're not afraid of Arrowhead. They're not afraid of this situation. They That's the amazing thing about this team. They went into last year's playoff without a chance. Nobody had the Bengals coming out of there. Yep. They didn't look afraid of any team. They're just like, all right, let's go out and play football. I think that looseness could be a positive for them. You're right. They don't seem to care. They don't even seem to notice what's going on. They're just sort of. No, I think they still have that underdog sort of the, the yeah. chip on the shoulder. Like, oh, the NFL is trying to screw us here with the AFC championship game already in a neutral site. And they're selling tickets and they could use that to sort of galvanize. And listen, it's work for them. But now you come in, it's like you guys, it's flip flop back and forth in terms of the Vegas line. But like you should probably be the favorites here you know Mahomes is on a high ankle sprain like you got yeah. Joe Burrow fully healthy they've won 10 games in a row they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL yeah but if this was if, if Mahomes was healthy it would be three and a half or four points so I mean I think I think people think Mahomes is healthy I really do I think betters are looking at that and saying, well that's enough Mahomes that this is a real Chiefs so if you think home fields worth three points that means and we're a point and a half now Yeah. that people are saying, well, the Bengals are a point and a half better team on a neutral field, but the Chiefs are. So there is some recognition of how good the Bengals are. There's also this matter of Joe Burrow, just you believe you're going to win this game. It's that Tom Brady thing. I think teams would play Tom Brady and immediately think, oh, we're going to lose this game. You Where, think Burrow's got that already? No, I think, come on. No, no. I, don't, I don't think Burrow. I think you come in with Joe Burrow, you figure you're going to win every game. And yes, I think he thinks he's going to win every game. He's got that quality. Well, maybe he's got the team believing that, but I don't think the public is giving him that yet. See, I think what's interesting about this is we used to, I think as a public, say this about Mahomes. Oh, you got Mahomes, you're winning. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm saying belief. I'm saying when, you, when you're when you an opposing player and you go into Foxborough yeah. against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, you thought you were going to lose that game. Right. I do not think the Bengals are there yet. The be- no, I, no, no, no. I'm not saying the other team. I'm saying there is no situation that intimidates Joe Burrow and the Bengals. And you know why? Because they have Joe Burrow and they're like, oh my God, look at this guy. He's smoking cigars in the locker room. <laughs> we have this guy. We can beat anybody. So they believe they can win. Okay. They believe they can win. I don't think that the rest of the league... Yeah. I don't think they have the mystique that Brady and Belichick had at one point. No, I'm not saying they do. Okay. I'm saying I'm like that, that's we're way putting the cart in front of the. No, horse I'm there. saying they can go into any stadium, including Arrowhead, yeah. with full confidence. And I don't think every team's like that. I think a lot of playoff teams are like, Ooh, I, like I yeah. don't think people want to face San Francisco's defense other than the Eagles. I think the Cowboys sort of. Actually, I'm impressed the Cowboys didn't seem intimidated by the the Niners at all. They just blew the game. But I don't know. I think that confidence matters, and I think Joe Burrow gives that to his team. Yeah, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Who are you feeling more, more confident in? Joe Burrow and the Bengals, Patrick Mahomes, the Chiefs. I mean, even Mahomes on the bad ankle. I mean, you heard Dr. Rock Positano, foremost ankle and foot doctor in this country, said, listen, he's got the bag of tricks. Now, what worries me about that is, yes, they have the bag of tricks and Mahomes and Andy Reid can pull out anything, but are they really going to have to do all of that yeah. to beat the Bengals? Like. It was hard enough for them to beat the Bengals when Mahomes was fully healthy. 
Yeah. You know, now you're going to have to what pull out the trick plays. You got offensive linemen catching touchdown passes and stuff like whatever the sidearm, you know, we know the Mahomes stuff is, is crazy. I'm telling you, Isaiah Pacheco, you saw that run he had last week. He, he can move. He like 70 yards last week, right? Yeah. He, he was awesome. The rookie. I, I think the chiefs, I would love to see this just come out completely non chiefs. Like try and control the ball. Short passing. I, I know they're never going to do this, so I don't even know why I'm asking for it. <laughs> yeah, but okay. I, the Chiefs, I mean, what's the best way to slow Joe Burrow? Don't let him get the ball. So the Chiefs have to kind of go against nature and be a ball control team, which they they did terribly last year. They're up 21 to three, and they said, all right, we got to slow this game down. And they took their foot off the gas, and we all know what happened. 855-212-4CBS, 855 We're going to make our picks a little bit later on in the program, but you are welcome, and we want to hear from you. How are you feeling about this weekend? Who are you most confident in? And let us know. You can also hang out in the chat, which is beyond right now. You guys are on one. I don't, I don't even know how to describe this. The weedos, they're proud weedos. They're not weirdos. They're weedos. Oh, I'm reading a comment in here. I, uh, I don't even know why it's here, but Buffalo barely beat Miami with their six-string quarterback. Huh, a shot at the Bills. <laughs> yeah. And we needed more of those. That's the one thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing you took out of the thousands of uh, things yeah, that are in here. Well, I, I missed the – that's the thing. You go in the chat, you're not quite sure when you're coming in on the conversation. And I'm like, ah, there's a little shot of Maggie for no reason. <laughs> I love how Michael, Mike, Mike in California, Maggie Miyagi with my uh, two the, – the mice falling in the oh. cream. <laughs> I like butchered that one. By the way, when you first told that story, I was picturing some sort of moisture lotion, but I didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> oh, no, no. A moisture lotion? I don't know, but a mice churning cream to make butter sounds like the grossest <laughs> butter that ever existed on planet Earth. <laughs> Meanwhile, Laura's in the chat. She has it perfectly. You know, two mice fall falling a bucket. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, Laura knows it better than I do. You looked at me like the Chinese farmer was some crazy... I had no idea where you were going Chinese with that. Chinese farmer, Tom Brady, I talks do. about the Chinese farmer all the time. It's his thing. I mean, I didn't watch Man in the Arena. How could you not watch Man in the Arena? Oh, oh right, Bills. Yeah. <laughs> Bitterness. <laughs> I've been the bull man, there was of some... the Man in the Arena. The the Matador had... You know, the Bills were the bull. It was a little too on the nose. And Brady was the matador. Yeah, no, there were a lot of Bills highlights in that Tom Brady-focused there documentary. Are always a lot are. of them. I'm sure. And 855. They yep. were not good for the Bills. 212-4CBS, <laughs> 855-212-4227. Coming up, we'll tell you who actually has the biggest advantage this weekend. We've figured it out. We've whittled it down. You're going to want to hear it. You can find us on Twitter, at Maggie and Pearl. You can find us on Instagram, Maggie and Perloff. And, of course, you can download the Maggie and Perloff podcast wherever you get your podcast. If I could ask one small favor from the audience, you think that's it? If you're in our chat right now, you're coming into YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, please hit subscribe. It really helps everybody out, yes. and we'd be forever grateful. We're back in a minute with the player and team with the biggest advantage. This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free, all on the road to Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Maggie, I'm stressed out right now. Stressed out. What? Stress, I tell you. <laughs> okay, Kramer. We yeah. have to make our our picks. Well, next segment, and this is, you know, in the past past 
few weeks, we've had more games to choose from. So we are down to two games. We make three picks total, and we compete. This is hard. Feel like Vegas nailed it. <laughs> well, yeah, they tend to do that. That's why the casinos are all built there. Um, I think that you're ahead by one pick. One pick. Yeah, so this weekend is crucial. because Three games, yeah. so I could... I could you could really build take a my commanding lead. We lead. could tie it. Yeah. Yes. All uh, of a sudden, this means a lot more. This means a lot more, and I, it's even more complicated for me because I have a team that I'm rooting for, yeah, and you I don't know. want to bet I against know. them. <laughs> Lucky you. It's another <laughs> dig at the Bills somehow. That was another <laughs> dig at the Bills. Oh, we're all happy for you, Perloff. Did you see in Philadelphia they're already started greasing yeah. the polls? Got to grease the polls. Why do you have to grease the polls on Friday? No. The game's not till Sunday yeah, at three. Yeah, I mean, still need to figure out where they got the Vaseline from. Yeah, <laughs> do <laughs> not know where that industrial size Vaseline comes from. <laughs> we, and we don't decided care. It was Granger. <laughs> oh right, right, right. Because they get things done. What do they get done? We have no idea. <laughs> they apparently, they things. get Vaseline on a <laughs> yeah. mass quality, Honestly, mass quantity. Though, why? Do, why grease the polls on Friday? You're just asking for watch TikTok this weekend or whatever. It's just going to be all losers in Philly <laughs> sliding down Vaseline poles 24 hours before the game starts. This is my fault, by the way, Maggie. I misread the headline to you. They announced they were going to grease the poles. They didn't actually grease the oh, poles. Today. Like they started no, greasing the poles. The I'm police like, chief had a press conference to talk about greasing the poles. This is a serious, serious thing. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is, because you lunatics can't can't control yourselves. Oh, okay, Miss Bills Mafia, you're yeah. We just I, you're the picture of decorum. <laughs> Come on, yeah. We just you know fall through tables and light ourselves on fire like normal people, <laughs> and <laughs> spray ketchup and mustard all over ourselves like regular people do. Let's go to the phones eight five five two one two four CBS. How about Brian? Is it Omaha? What's up, Brian? Oh, man, so, so nice to hear your voice. Yeah. Hey, Brian. I've tried so long, so hard. Can't believe it's really happening. <laughs> well, believe it, baby. You're here. Hey, I, I just, I haven't been able to see you. Has Perloff given you much grief on the Buffalo loss? Because it just might jinx him. <laughs> <laughs> Only every segment. Only every segment. No, there was that I, segment on Tuesday where I let you go. <laughs> yeah, because we had yeah. a guest. <laughs> well, I told you quite a while back, Perloff, that they're, they're stout. Uh, boys, Who's they are pretty stout. Wait, which team? Uh, the, the Eagles. Yeah. Yes. Both sides of the ball. I mean, that's pretty. That's Up pretty in-depth analysis for a team that was fourteen to one at some point. <laughs> oh, Brian, you're gonna take Brian, that. Of course, my Eagles are stout. We're <laughs> we're legit. I, I'm a Miami fan, so I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Do you see? By the way, Tua not doesn't look like he's gonna be in the Pro Bowl because he's still in concussion protocol. Now the Pro Bowl is not a game anymore. It's just. You know, a bunch of things, but that oh, was yeah. that was a little bit surprising. Anyway, what do you have on uh, on this weekend? I'm 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 afraid. I think San Francisco's defense might cause too much trouble. Uh, and, and the guys, their quarterbacks, playing like uh, Joe Montana. It, it's you know, last week against the Cowboys, not so so good. So you know what? I don't know. I really don't know. I I, I think Eagles are absolutely the better team. Up and down talent. Ooh, but oh, I just think that Frisco defense is—they're a little spooky. They spooky, can. good, right? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is this it's, is, it's is be good watch. I mean, both games really. And Brian, thank you for the call. Great for uh, we love when you check in. But this is—they're so evenly matched on both sides. Absolutely, it's impossible to say. But I, I do mean, think the one advantage. Yeah, yeah, the link. The one advantage is the link, and you vaselined up. 
yeah. yahoos. But the other thing, I do think you've mentioned it before and you deserve the credit for it, but that Kansas City defense, what's going to happen here? Oh. Like, there's a possibility yes. that Joe Burrow does a little slice and dice here. Now, I don't think it's going to be, I don't think any of these games are going to be blowouts. I don't, I think they're all going to be close. But there's a possibility that Burrow with Chase and Higgins, like if Higgins has over like 75 yards or something, you know this is going to be a long day for Kansas City because you know that Burrow's going to find Chase. And then Higgins is like, you know, could be a number one, is so good. And if they're really cooking, that Kansas City defense is going to have a long, long day. It feels, uh, isn't it funny? It feels like there's one weapon on both sides of Kansas City. There's Travis Kelsey on offense, and there's Chris Jones on defense. So you put three guys on Chris Jones, nobody else has been making plays consistently. Once you get past the line of scrimmage, you're just running wild. Uh, That's what happened last year in the second half. So I I am nervous about that. I think all the energy on Mahomes' injury has taken the focus off of Kansas City's defense, kind of up and down play. Trevor Lawrence came back there at the end on them. They they look vulnerable. I mean, there's two things. One, the defense has shown they can dial it up when they need to, when they won mm-hmm, the Super Bowl, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then the other part is Mahomes just wasn't right in the second half of that AFC Championship game last year. Now, he's not going to be right the whole game this time. Oh, but yeah, he no. missed some throws, uncharacteristic things for Mahomes. I totally agree. Almost as if he was hurt. I Something 100% like that. believe that. Um, Jeff is in Virginia. He's got a warning for us. What's up, Jeff? Hey, uh, so you guys have a show rule yeah. about not betting against Joe Burrow. You're right. It's so the I don't, fifth commandment. I don't see why this is even a debate. <laughs> uh, I think you got to stick to that because clearly he's going to kill it out there. Jeff, thank you for calling in and reminding us of the rules. Two that I live by. Now, there are, you know, ten show commandments, yeah. but the two that I live by in terms of betting is thou shall not bet on the Atlanta Falcons. And I'm saying bet on them as a favorite, <laughs> as an underdog, and this has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. I've been burned on every Atlanta Falcons bet, and so has everyone you know. Going back in time, okay. Yeah, and then the second is thou shall not bet against Joe Burrow. And the third involves two mice falling into a vat of cream. <laughs> <laughs> and one drowned, and the other churned oh, it into man. butter. <laughs> yeah, is that you said that people... <laughs> People aren't viewing Joe Burrow like Tom Brady yet. And I totally agree with that. But we have a show rule. Don't bet against Joe Burrow. Who does that remind you of? Yeah, we don't have a show bet about not betting against Tom Brady. We flirted with that bet. I think coming into this show, I I thought we said that. Well, we both took the points against Dallas, which was stupid. Yeah, because you don't bet against Tom Brady. (laughs) So I guess it... But can you really say that now, 46-year-old Tom Brady? You can do a couple bets against Tom now. Well, let's see where he lands next year. That's true. I mean, where's it going to be? I wish I knew. Raiders, maybe? I don't know. Uh, Russell is in Cali calling up to vent. Russell, what's up? Uh, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Maggie, I got a, a couple things real quick. Okay. Um, just to get off my chest, being a Bills fan, too, as well. So, one, um, why didn't our coach, Sean, take the ball first with those conditions? Oh, interesting. Anybody on that team? Yeah. Watch the forecast. I didn't. <laughs> I, when I honestly, Russell, I tuned in 30 minutes before the game. I was shocked it was snowing. I did not know. I mean, I'm not shocked. It's Buffalo, New York. It snows all the time. <laughs> I just didn't realize the accumulation was going to be like that. Somebody for 2023 has to be responsible for that. Of course. I honestly believe the pressure that would have been put on Cincinnati would have been enough to maybe turn the tail. Oh, uh, Russell, I. I 
it wouldn't they would have gone three and out. I, I, I honestly believe okay. they did not show up to play that day. Well, and that's my next comment is what happened in Cincinnati to me played a huge role of how the Bills finished the season. With DeMar Hamlin. We constantly talk about momentum, uh, being physical, but more important, just the mindset. And for me, it's hard to believe that that team was the same after that day. I know, but and I I, I think it took a lot out of them. But the thing is, is that they were using it as like a galvanizing force too. So then you can't, when they lose, then say, oh, it drained them. But I do think I do think it had to have an emotional effect. I think it was the number one reason they lost. Honestly, I, I think they were Football is so, the number one reason why they lost. They, I mean, come on. you telling me they weren't exhausted. They, they went 34-31 with Skylar Thompson. There was it had yeah, to be fatigued. Psychology right there. I mean, yeah. That should have never happened, but it did. Now, last but not least, and I know you're busy. you got to make your picks. <laughs> yes. Joe Burrow. Why are all the great ones named Joe? This guy reminds me <laughs> of the way that he has <laughs> himself. A guy named Montana. And then, of course, the great New York Jet, who predicted wins. His name? Joe Namath. Joe Namath. Yep. I think he has the poise and the ability, uh, just the confidence, in getting out of Kansas City with the victory. I'd love to see that. Uh, Perloff, don't get me wrong. Being in California, I do have some ties with these 49ers that have been watching them quite a bit. Mm. Their defense is no joke. Oh, I'm very when well aware of that. Bosa has legs for arms. That pays off <laughs> dividends, right? And that is going to be the difference right there. It's going to be that front line. Wow, Russell. If they could put yes. a spy on Hurts to just hold him in check, and if he doesn't rush to more than 55, it's going to be the Niners and the Bengals. But wait, by the way, Russell, I do remember one quarterback named Joe who never won a Super Bowl. And now, you know how I know he never won a Super Bowl? His name was Joe Ferguson, and he was a Bills quarterback. And Joe before, Ferguson. Never won that. a Super Bowl. This is not cool. <laughs> there are other Joes, no, no doubt about it, that didn't. <laughs> There's a lot of gyms, too, that didn't win Super Bowls, but we don't hold that again. <laughs> oh, yeah, Russell. Don't Jump give in, them, baby. Don't give them any more fuel. <laughs> so. I'm hoping when I tune in next week that we're pretty much finished with our bills, Maggie, right? <laughs> and move on to exactly what's happening because before you know it, it's going to be March Madness and all this is going to be in the past until camp opens again, which is a great thing about the NFL. Oh, Russell, solid call. By the way, has there ever been, uh, is there any other good quarterback named Josh? Not really. Josh Rosen, not Was good. Not Josh good. Dobbs? Josh Dobbs is, I love Josh Dobbs, but third string. No, this is good for Ackerman, though. I was thinking I was about other think good about Joes, obviously Joe DiMaggio for baseball. Josh McCown? Josh McCown. Josh McCown. I mean, he might be the best hey, of by all By the time. way, did he ever get an interview with the Texans? Remember, he was going to be like so. their guy. I don't even think. Meanwhile, Jeff I, Saturday is going to be the guy mm-hmm. who goes from the booth you know, and still th- gets the job in Indy. No McCown. I thought. That, I think the Colts might pull a McCown on Jeff Saturday. They wanted to hire McCown, but the Pulled PR the, <laughs> the PR backlash was so bad that they didn't go yeah. back to it. I'm wondering if the Colts. Apparently, the Colts are into Wink Martindale now. I, I don't know. The second interview. But like the PR backlash, you mean like it, it's just as bad. They weathered that with when they hired Saturday the first time. Yeah. So the. But the Texans hired somebody else instead of Josh McCown. They right, could have right. come back to him, but they didn't. So who knows? I mean, Do, at least they haven't so far. Doesn't hiring Saturday now feel worse, though? Like, then Josh, it was terrible, but at least there was this unknown of maybe he could be really good. Yeah. And then he went, like, 1-8. and eight. There's like Now there's no excuse. He has no experience, and he sucks. I don't <laughs> think it was quite 1-8, and eight, was it? Yeah. 
They was only it, beat Stu's Raiders. Was it eight games? Oh. Did he play nine games? Uh, but, uh, it might have been. I don't think it was one and eight. One and six. So you said Josh is the best quarterback. Obviously, Josh McCown. Obviously, Josh Allen is the best Josh, by the way. Yeah. Right? Were you taking him out of the equation? I mean, Josh is kind of like a little bit more of a modern name. There weren't Joshes back in Joshua, Joe Namath's game. Well, I guess the Moses Bible. Brother? Yeah. Or <laughs> no, Aaron brother. was it's Moses' brother. a pretty brother. old name. I would imagine Wait, that who is Joshua around, in the, you know, 5,000 years ago. It was probably around 50 years ago. I think ago. Joshua is a biblical name. But like around the Joe Namath time, I don't think there were a lot of Joshes, yeah. right? By the way, Saturday was one and seven, so I stand corrected. Oh, not bad. I was You were close. Um, what was the question for uh, other Joes? Joes. Joe DiMaggio. I mean, you got to do football Joes. Joe, Joe Mixon? Joe Morgan came to mind. Yeah. That's not a football Joe. But there's got to be average be. Joes. That, no pun intended. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's Not all Joes are Super Bowl winning level quarterbacks. No, Give definitely me. not. Joe Cap. Joe Cap. Hall of Famer, right? Uh, I don't no. think he's a Hall of Famer. You're right, he's not. Yeah, Theisman was. <laughs> there you go. We got, we got a little Flacco, maybe Joey Harrington. Does that not count because he's a Joey? No, but Flacco won a Super Bowl. He's not an all-time great, but he did win. No, I'm just going through other Joes. Yeah. This is definitely a Friday at <laughs> just, 535. No, I'm just going through other Joes. Uh, we forgot, by the way, there's a couple other Joshes that are coming to mind here. Who did we forget? Um, oh, hold on. Get back to me. Ack. Vamp for a second. <laughs> Josh, Josh. Oh, Josh Johnson, backup quarterback in Sunday's game for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, right. How could we have forgotten about him? I mean, Josh, the Josh great Freeman? Josh. Josh Freeman. He was good for like a good. day. <laughs> uh, his career did not pan out the way that he had hoped. No. Uh, well, I think we really got to the bottom of that. Wait, we still have to figure <laughs> out who What have we did. learned? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, what have we learned about Josh's and Joe's? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. We got a lot of Josh's about it, though. <laughs> there's a whole... There's a Ack whole... laughing at his own jokes. That's my move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I right. laugh at your jokes. <laughs> You're contractually obligated to. Um, we're going to make our picks? Yes. You have anything else you want to say about Josh's and Joe's? There's a book of Joshua in the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. He was Moses' buddy. There's a Joshua tree oh, in California. His buddy. Is yes. that what they say in the Bible? Joshua, Moses' buddy. Yeah, yeah. He was a Moses' wingman. <laughs> it's he like, was, I wouldn't touch that burning book. Did they go Did they go out clubbing together? Oh, he was his successor. So Moses... Canaan? When Moses finally died after 1,400 years, yeah. Joshua <laughs> took over as the head of the Hebrew people. Is that right? Yeah, and he was Moses' uh, wingman, too. Nice. He's the, he's the goose of a... <laughs> I mean, that's not how it goes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah Iceman. No, he was he's the he, ice man. He was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You could be my wingman. No, no, no. You could be mine. Oh, go. boy. Got weird. <laughs> Do you see how many like Oscars that Top Gun Maverick was nominated for? A lot. I did not think that was an Oscar-worthy movie. Did you? Uh, I mean, I like it. Every commercial for it says greatest movie of all time. I like yeah. it. I mean, well, I've seen... they say it. It's got to be true. That list of Oscar movies was such hot garbage that, I mean, there were some bad movies on that. Whatever. Don't get me started. Hustle's not in there. I can't even talk about the I know. Oscars. I was just surprised. I'm like, really? Top Gun Maverick was fun. And Hustle got a bunch of Golden Globe noms. I'm surprised. Won that the, he won the SAG Award for Best noms. Actor. Yeah, I'm he surprised. He won a lot of Best Actor awards. Not yeah. me, obviously. I mean, maybe a nod for a nomination for a supporting actor, but whatever. <laughs> Can I tell the Eminem story or no? No, what's the Eminem? Oh, about the famous people? <laughs> so I'm... We're making spoiler alert. We're putting our faces on M&M's. By the way, we were doing this before the whole Maya I know. Thing. That's so annoying. So annoying. But we had this. I've been back and forth with people from M&M's. We're taking them to the Super Bowl so we can give them out to people. So we're like, we got to put our faces on the M&M's. So 
I'm back and forth with them. It's like all these rules and it's totally difficult. And so I end up sending M&Ms a picture of Perloff and I on the hustle at the hustle premiere on the red carpet. And the woman gets back to me and she's like, I'm really sorry. Like you can't use like public figures and celebrities on your M&Ms. And I was like, it's me. That's me in the photo. She goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, yeah, we're, yeah we're, that's just me and my co-host. We're cool. You can use it. Yeah. Don't worry, but they couldn't because Hustle is in it. Like uh, the backdrop. It's that a was copyright issue. Yeah, so, so now I can't use M&Ms with uh, photos of you guys on no. it? No. Man. Yeah, you got to cancel that order. You guys have arrived. How about that? have officially arrived. We can't be on a random person's M&M. That's how there you know. You Their legal department will flag it. That's how you know. Look at us. 855-212-4CBS. <laughs> 855-212-4227. This show is reaching new heights that we never dreamed. Thanks to Romeo Dobbs, too. Yeah, Romeo Dobbs. If you want to see any of our videos that went viral this week, Romeo Dobbs, Tim Brown, old Tony Khan from before, Yeah. Uh, you can go to Maggie and Pearl. That's our Twitter handle. Coming up, we're going to make our picks. Don't move. More Maggie and Pearl off right after this. CBS Sports Update from Rich Ackerman. It's time to answer our Ask the Pros question of the day. It's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Today's question comes from Tim in Philadelphia. Perloff, what time are you getting to the link on Sunday? Don't forget you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros or tweeting it at cbssportsradio using the hashtag askthepros. So here is my plan. Tell me if you think this is a good plan or a bad plan. I'm going to get down there early, sometime between 10 and 11, and tweet out... Hey, who wants to invite me to their tailgate? <laughs> Don't do that. I've done it You're... before many times. It's always and it's worked. worked. Always worked. Ooh, fun. Okay. In college towns. Now, Philly is a bit chaotic. <laughs> you might get there and they'll throw like a battery at you just for, you know, yeah. S's and G's. Well, I, I know that I know a lot of people are going, but I don't know where they're going to be or what they're doing. So it's a little confusing. But I feel like if I arrive there, I'll just find something fun to do. Definitely. So who's going? It's you. Me. My dad. Yeah. Uh, my friend Nate, okay, former Philadelphia Flyer Nate Thompson. Oh yeah, yeah. nice. Uh, his friend, uh, my brother David. Then you know all what? of my high school oh. will be there. <laughs> okay, <laughs> everyone you ever grew up with yes. slash no no. I mean, showing up at a tailgate. If you, if you tweet out, hey, I'm at the link. Who you know? Wh- who's tailgating? Blah blah. And then you show up with a professional hockey player. That's cool. That's a nice bonus. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, but I don't know if he's gonna hang out with me. He just probably will be at the game. He Uh-oh. said he was gonna be at the game. So yeah, that's the thing. Everyone's like, yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. But nobody who actually has made finite plans here on how they're gonna do. Oh, this. I think you're gonna have a blast. Yeah, you know, I take it back. Tweet it. You're gonna have so much fun. Um, yes, I'm gonna tweet it. Now, listen, there's a lot, of, there's obviously, there's a big Xfinity Live. Have you ever been to that before game? It's no. amazing. It's this restaurant that's mobbed right next to uh, the stadium. Okay. So I thought that's where I could go hang out, use the bathroom, all that stuff. Yeah. Apparently, there are tickets to that. Yeah, they're not fools. Can I pull my celebrity? <laughs> you want to do a, I'm on an M&M? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my face on an M&M? All right. You want to say, oh, do you listen to, do you have any idea who I am? Yeah, I don't know if that's going to work. I always wondered what's worse, like if you get pulled over by a cop or something, if you say, do you, do I have any idea who, I, do you have any idea who I am or do you have any idea who my father is? Oh, what's the more obnoxious thing Ooh. to say? That's not good. I think it's, do you have any idea who my father that's what is? A bad guy in really a movie says. That's what a bad guy in a movie says. It's like something Paris Hilton would say or something. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Yeah. I, th- I think I'm right on that one. Uh, let's go to Roland. He's in New York. Wants to talk about the 49ers traveling to the East Coast. What's up, Roland? Hi. So 
there is some research done in team, NFL teams traveling from the West Coast to the East Coast tend to lose more often. Yeah. So, you know, all things being equal between the two teams, I would say the Eagles have the edge here, even though I don't want them to win. <laughs> Got it, Roland. So you're right, but the and thank you for the call. The game starts at 3 p.m., though. I think with a 1 o'clock game, which is a 10 a.m. body clock game for West Coast teams, I don't know if it's different if it's 3 o'clock. I don't think it has that same, uh, I don't know, same effect. Yeah, I, but he I seems like no he did idea. the research on it more than I did. Uh, okay, quickly, let's go to Pete in Pennsylvania. Pete, we only have like 30 seconds. we got to get to our picks, bud. What's up? Okay, uh, number one KC fan, so sorry, Maggie. Uh, my thoughts <laughs> okay. on the games this weekend is I think it's going to end up being a rematch of the 49ers and the Bengals. Unfortunately, I just think they're both good enough to uh, take it all the way. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you, Pete. Have a great weekend, and you're on record now. All right, so let's make some picks here. Samter, do you have the records? I do have the records. It's as close as it could possibly be. Perloff has a one-game lead at 34-26 and 26, with, to Maggie's 33-27. and 27. Here's been the difference, though. Over the last seven weeks, Maggie's 9-12 and 12 with a Oof. 43% clip. What? Perloff is 16-5, and five, a 76% clip. We thought that this race was over. Perloff has come on hot late. Dude, he's Joe Burrow right now. You're the Joe Burrow of picks. You're just on a heater. Or maybe the Niners, 12 straight wins. But I'm not picking him ironically. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, amazing. So how we do this on the Maggie and Perloff show, we pick one game against the spread, one over under, one player prop. Would you like to start us off, Mr. Perloff? Yes. So you never pick your own team. I'm going to break that rule. Wow. Uh, I think I love the Niners. They're my Super Bowl pick coming into the season. Yeah. I just, I have such a flashback to 2017 when the quarterback got hurt. Then they sort of rallied and came back, had a close divisional round. That didn't happen this year. But then just blew the doors off the Vikings in the NFC title game. I think there's a lot of momentum. I think that West Coast to East Coast thing is a real deal. Yeah. A little more rest for the Eagles. I think they're fresher, ready to go. And it's less at a field goal, so I'm going Eagles two and a half. Okay, Perloff going Eagles, laying the two and a half. I'm going to go to the other game, the AFC Championship game. And man... I can't break one of our show commandments. Joe Burrow came in, kicked my teams behind in the Buffalo Bills. Now they go to Kansas City. They're a little too confident for my liking, but I'm willing to overlook that because Burrow is the healthier quarterback. He's on on a heater right now, as I said. He's got Chase. He's got Higgins. And I don't think the Kansas City defense is going to be able to stop those guys. So I'm going to take the Cincinnati Bengals, and I believe it's plus one now, right? Because it's flip-flopped so many times. It's actually plus one and a half right now. Is that right? All right, mark it down right now. Plus one and a half. On DraftKings, as I look right now. So I will take the Bengals plus the one and a half because I hope I've learned my lesson. Okay, uh, over, under. Yep. I'm going to defy logic. I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to be hurt, and it's going to come up in this game. I like your Bengals pick. But I'm still picking the over 48 in that game. You are going over. Yes, I can't help it. You've been going back and forth on this all, every oh, break. I, these over-unders are perfect. They're yeah, they perfect. Uh, okay, what, okay, what do you got in your over-under? So I was actually making my like big lead on Perloff by picking unders most of the season. But I'm also going over now. Gosh, I hope this doesn't age poorly. I'm going to do the over in the Eagles and 49ers game. It's at 46 and a half right now on DraftKings. And here's why I'm going with the over, even though these defenses are amazing. I think both teams realize they have to be aggressive. 
Normally, Kyle Shanahan gets like really conservative in these big games, Perloff, but I think he, I think both teams realize we've got to be the one who's in front first. You know, we need to get out to a, a good start. I think you're going to see them go for it on a lot of fourth downs and stuff like that. So I'm going to take the over 46 and a half and hope I don't regret it. Okay. You do, your player, you do yours first because okay, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still battling between two. Oh, gosh. Okay. This one's a little unconventional. I've not done anything like this all year. I'm taking the kicker. Ravi Gold, over one and a half field goals made. Ooh. Because these defenses are good, I think that, you know, San Francisco could move the ball maybe a little bit on on Philly. They think Gold is automatic. And he's been really good, knock on wood for him. And I, I think they have, you know, I think they trust him. So if these defenses really start taking over, I think field goals are going to be a big part of this game. Robbie Gould, over one and a half field goals for 49ers. I love that. I, Robbie Gould is money. Okay, I, I'm basically coming down to two overs on receptions. Our three, I like Hayden Hurst, George Kittle, but I've learned from watching you pick the over on tight ends all Don't year do long. It. <laughs> Don't do it. So I'm going to have... Should have been Goddard last week, though. That was an over. The comeback kid, he was pouting on the sideline, and we all know that when a wide receiver pouts, you better get him the ball. A.J. Brown, four and a half, Eagles... Fly, Eagles, fly. Feed the man, A.J. Brown. Four and a half receptions? Four and a half receptions over. And you're taking the over. All right. There we go. We'll tweet them out at Maggie and Pearl. Thank you, everybody, who was on this show today. Of course, Mike Samter and Stu Kovacs can't do it without you. Dr. Rock Positano gave us a little diagnosis on Patrick Mahomes. You guys in the chat, you stone-cold weedos, we will see you guys on (laughs) Monday. Enjoy the games. We'll have a Super Bowl matchup come Monday. Go, Birds!